0: Okay, so I don't know what you've heard, but September, and and by the way, happy September, everybody, but September is not the new January. I mean, I hate to be difficult, but September is not the new January. September 2020 is the new September. Hello, veg heads, you're listening to veg your best, the plant based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here to try and convince you to show up, eat more plants, and not wait a single second longer to set an impossible goal, whatever that is for you. So welcome to episode two, where we ask Does anybody really know what day it is? So have you heard this September is the new January thing? It's got me a little bothered. I mean, I get it. I don't think that this is conspiracy level stuff. It's well-intended because I understand September is the beginning for many of us. It's, well, it's a new season and some of us may be going back to school. Some of us may have children going back to school And quite a few of us are still waiting to know how this school year is going to be organized, how it's going to unroll. And September is a lovely month, truly one of my favorites here in Southern New England. I've actually never heard of a place that has unpleasant Septembers. And if you know of a place where September is generally dismal, I would love to know. But the whole issue of September being the new January is this idea of reinvention, of starting over. So don't wait till January to begin the new you. Okay, September, the new January. Maybe people want to start a new exercise regime. Maybe they want to start a new diet, or they want to start, I don't know, working on a class, writing a book, taking care of themselves in some new way, maybe catching up on things that took a slide during the summer, and this is all fine. I'm not an unreasonable person, but why would you need to wait for a new January anyway? Or a new year, a new school year? And why do so many of my clients say they're going to start next week? Why? Why wait for a new week? And is Tuesday now the new Monday? Was Monday really a better day to start something new than than on a Sunday? So I'm a little bit against it. This idea of a new day, new you, new month, new you, new September, new you. Days of the week, months of the year, hours, hours in a day, the school calendar. Do we really even know? what day it is what year it is what month these are all just made up concepts made up by humans and if you're anything like most of the people i know during this pandemic you have at least once actually not known what day it was i want to suggest that you don't need a calendar to start something new if there's a change that you want, if there's something that's important to you, if there's a new plan you'd like to implement, for goodness sake, don't wait for the new January or the new September or a new week, a new Monday. If you're listening to this podcast, you may very well be interested in reducing or eliminating animal products from your diet. Why would September Or January or Monday be any better time to choose more plants and less meat, eggs, and dairy? I'm all for Meatless Mondays as a concept, but why would Monday's meal be a better time to eat vegetarian or vegan? Aside from the obvious alliterative value of Meatless Monday as a slogan, what about? What about the next snack, the next bite, the next meal, the next drive-through choice? You know, there's a saying which I've been told is a Chinese proverb. I don't have a citation for you, but let's say it is. And if you email me to correct me, I will be absolutely thrilled because it means you listened. So this saying or proverb, the best time to plant a tree You know what they say, 20 years ago, the second best time right now. Let me say that proverb again. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, and the second best time is now. There's a lot of wisdom in those two sentences. Why would you want to wait for some future date or time on the calendar to start doing something you think would be good for you. Think about it. Why? Why, if you would like to see if limiting or avoiding animal products could help you lower your cholesterol, manage or avoid type 2 diabetes, lower your risk of a lot of the common lifestyle diseases, if you wanted to give a whole food, plant-based diet a shot, why would you wait for a certain day or month or time? There is a reason. It's because part of you thinks you have to do it right. You think you have to do it perfectly. Because if you start wrong, can you hear the air quotes I'm putting around right and wrong? Can you hear those? So if you start wrong, as a plant-based eater, it won't work, right? So, no, that's not right. Let's go back to this, the purportedly Chinese proverb. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. If you're thinking that a whole food, plant-based diet might help you with your health goals, the best time to start eating plant-based was probably 20 years ago, but the second best time is now. Not September or January or Monday. If I promised you that doing it wrong, air quotes again, if I promised you that doing it wrong, if doing it wrong was better than doing it right or eating plant-based perfectly at some time in the future, would you give yourself a break? To make a big change in the way you eat, the choices you make every day, you may need to develop some new habits and skills, the foods you have on hand, the way you interact with food, the way you interact with people around food. You may need some time for those plant-based skills to develop, some time to do it wrong, some time to do it imperfectly. You might need some time to decide where it could be easy right away and where you might want to just go slower or experiment with different foods that you haven't really eaten much of. In the last podcast episode, the first one actually, we spoke about some folks who go vegan or plant-based overnight, never looking back. There are some folks like that. I was not one of them. For me, it was an uneven process. To begin with, I gave up some foods like red meat and chicken most of the time. Have you heard this? Most of the time, M-O-T-T. M-O-T-T, MOT. That's an acronym expression from Sid Garza Hillman, one of the plant-based podcasters and thought leaders I was super influenced by right from the beginning. MOT. M-O-T-T. most of the time. Sid Garza-Hillman, and I'm going to put a link to his podcasts and his books in the show notes, his idea of most of the time was so important in helping me make peace with the idea that I could start right where I was. Because, you know, there is no plant-based or vegan international policing authority. You are not in danger of doing this wrong. That whole idea, the whole idea of right and wrong is, to my mind, very unhelpful when it comes to trying to make a change. If you believe, as I do, that limiting animal products is better for your health, the health of your loved ones, the health of our planet, and if you would like to opt out of a very disturbing animal agricultural industry, you can start this whole process imperfectly today. So that is the goal of meatless Mondays, leaning into plant-based eating part-time as a beginner, experimentally with curiosity. And I love that part of it. But if it's Tuesday, you don't need to wait until Monday. You also don't need to start by going meatless or cheeseless or eggless or fishless. You could just start by crowding out the animal products with plants and whole foods first and then less meat less cheese five years ago i committed to practicing a vegan diet after a few years of cutting way back on meat and dairy i had learned by then to eat new ingredients i learned how to order at restaurants i learned how to tell people i wasn't going to eat what they brought I learned how to enjoy some things that I hadn't really enjoyed previously. I also learned that no one was going to kick down the door and scream, step away from the cheesecake, Mrs. Olander, because it was entirely up to me. My rules, my time frame. And am I telling you it doesn't matter what you eat? No, I'm telling you that if you want to eat differently than you have been, If you want to do anything differently than the way you have been doing it, just start now wherever you are. Notice what's easy. Maybe reducing the amount of meat or not adding cheese to a salad. Notice what seems hard. Notice when the resistance comes up and when it seems like fun. Notice how your brain comes up with hypotheticals and and future problems like, okay, here's a classic one, like turkey at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, that's one meal, one time a year. Thanks, brain. How about we worry about Thanksgiving a little later? Remember, we're aiming to do this plant-based thing, MOT, most of the time, M-O-T-T. And if you don't know Sid Garza Hillman, you are going to love him. His podcast is now called What Sid thinks and I'm going to do an episode on my plant-based podcasting mentors in the near future and he doesn't know me at all but I think of him as a very good friend but back to Thanksgiving one meal one time a year and we cannot let our brains just hijack our attention based on one day how about your choice today tonight how about the concerns that we have of what we're going to eat on 10 or 12 holidays or birthdays or weddings per year? How about we come to those when we come to those? Because yes, the best time to have gone plant-based was 20 years ago. And you would have learned so many things in the last 20 years. You would have developed so many skills. You would have acquired a taste for so many healthy foods the second best time to go plant-based is today. Not January 1st or September, which is apparently the new January, not Monday, today. The very next decision. The compounding effect of making decisions every day to reduce animal products and increase whole foods and plants will very quickly make a huge difference By the time it's Thanksgiving, well, you can make your own choice. Remember, there is no plant-based Supreme Court ready to pronounce judgment on you. There is just you making a choice several times a day about what you eat. Same as every day. Doesn't matter what day it is. So if you're listening in September 2020, as I record this, happy September, VegHeads. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please let me know how we can tackle any questions or topics you have about eating plant-based while I learn how to record these episodes. And today's is being recorded in a closet surrounded by pillows to try and dampen the sound a bit. And I will post that highly professional photo on Instagram and Facebook for your amusement. And if you're curious about how working with a coach can help you with your plant-based goals, schedule a free mini session with me. The, th- the link will be in the show notes. So the Veg Your Best podcast production, music and editing is by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. And until next week, make it easy and just veg your best. Before you go, it would really mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested in the podcast. It's something to do with algorithms, and it helps bump us up just a little in the rankings. And that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. Thank you.